welcome back to Big Boss Mayor with Brandy Von Holten. Today's guest is John Soltanov. John is an entrepreneur, a business owner, a father, a husband, and an aspiring politician. John is also second-generation Russian-American. His family fled religious oppression and communism. He has made it his mission to get involved on a local level to ensure American freedoms are upheld. He feels indebted to the United States for helping his family in a time of need. John and I are both running for our county's health board of trustees. Even though we have different backgrounds, our goals are parallel. I hope you are enlightened by his perspective. It is my mission to serve with John on the Pettis County Health Board of Trustees. Even though he and I are technically opponents, the county would greatly benefit from electing either of us. It is with great honor to introduce John Soltanov. Welcome back to Big Boss Mayor with Brandy Von Holten. Today, ladies, I have a guy with me. His name is John. Now, his last name, if I say it incorrectly, he's going to correct me, okay? But it's Sultan Off. Off with a V at the end. It's S U L T A N. So, Sultan and then O V. So, Off. Okay? Did I say that correctly? Sounds perfect. You All right. It. Here, you let's see if you can say my last name. Brandy Von Holton. Von Holton, yep. Everybody always tries to do Van Holton or Van Holden. Yeah. Okay, so most of you know that in our county, Pettis County in Missouri, um, there is, this we have the state fair here. It is like a, we are not a super large town, but we're not little, and then we have a lot of tourism that comes in. Well, in our county, um, we have a health board. Okay, there's five people that make up the health board, and right now there's a there's an opening for three, and with everything that's been going on in our world, John and I are both going, um, we're running for um, one of those positions, or one of those three positions that's open. So there's actually ten people going to be running for those, and John and I are hoping that we are Two of the three that get selected. That's right. We are working hard. Absolutely. So, um, all right. So, John, let's learn. I want to know all about you because you have shared the reason why you decided to run for this, and it's because you're a second generation. You were born in California. You live here in Missouri. You're you're 26 right now. You got a beautiful family. You got children, and you are very motivated to to keep what from happening. Um, you said that exactly. I appreciate the compliments about the family. I am uh, very passionate about our freedom and we have to take this, um, this chance and fight as much as we can. So we don't have any, um, mandatory uh, mass mandates or vaccine mandates or any other mandates because this, they're going to strip our freedoms one step at a time. And this is just the first step. So we got to step up, step up and and just fight. Okay. So tell me, because your family moved you, your family immigrated, right, from Absolutely. Russia. Yes. And why did they immigrate from Russia? So long story short, my family, um, they basically applied um, on a list to get out of there um, as um, religious refugees. Basically, at that point, the Soviet Union said, hey, if you guys don't want to, you know, go with our agenda, then you guys could get out of here. The United States found out about this. A bunch of lawyers, judges got together. 
and passed a few things, some bills, and finally they opened up their doors and welcomed, welcomed all those people who can get out into the United States. So it's because of what the United States did is what motivates me to do something back. So they got out of there because it was very tough. Um, if, if anyone knew that you follow God or if you're you know, religious any other way, it was very frowned upon. Everybody there was very, uh, mostly all atheists and stuff like that. And you had to you know, worship uh, communism as your God, basically, and stuff like that. And my parents and grandparents, as God-fearing people, they did not want to go that route. So they prayed and prayed, and then the United States opened up their doors and brought us in here as uh, religious refugees. Okay. So you had told me before, like you've ran for another position before. You ran for our Western commissioner, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had told me some of your struggles. Now, right now, your your name is John. It's right. pronounced John. It's J-O-H-N. But yes. that is not the way it was spelled before. How was it spelled before? It was spelled Y-A-N, so it would be Jan or in Russian, uh, Jan. That's how it was spelled before. Okay. And you have dealt with some people with some prejudices about the name, so you had changed it to a traditional American spelling. Is that correct? Absolutely. I talked, I have advisors and mentors, um, especially I know political people, and they just advised me just to change it to have less questions. So, you know, plus it, it makes people feel like, you know, you're more American, but... I am American. I was born here. Right. I lived here all my life. But I had to, you know, do what I can to just help me out. So Well, you know, you're born you're born in California. Absolutely. And like I was born in South Texas. I was almost a Mexican. Like <laughs> I was literally like thirty miles away from being born in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So like people don't I mean you can't judge a book by its cover for sure. Absolutely. Well, and you had told me about um, you know, you were worried about your name. You know, with just the name being on there, that people might be prejudiced against it about against a Ukrainian or Russian name, correct? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Which is so. Here I am. Like I was supposed to have been Brandy Miller. My father changed his last name to his stepfather. His stepfather mm-hmm. didn't actually adopt him, but after my father turned eighteen, he took his stepfather's name, which was Smith. Okay, Okay. so I should have been Brandy Miller. I was Brandy Smith because Mm -hmm. my dad changed his name. Well, now I'm Brandy Von Holten. Well, everybody, you know, it's a very, it's German. It is most, my husband is like 100% German. And Mm -hmm. the, I never thought about, I just, I just think of it as a name, you know, like we don't have control of the lineage of our name, you know, Mm -hmm. of it coming down until... One time I was booked, um, y'all know I teach mounted archery. I'm one of the only instructors in Missouri that teaches mounted archery. And I had a lady that hired me to teach mounted archery in Colorado. Well, while I was, um, she has a resort Mm -hmm. and uh, she's a world traveler. Well, then she um, announced like a reason to come to her nice resort in Colorado was that mounted archery by Brandy Von Holten was going to be there. She had over a hundred Germans wow. sign up to come Fantastic. to vacation. Well, it messed with her because she was only needing like ten, and like the flood of people wow. that wanted to come and do mounted archery because they thought I could speak German, and I'm like, I can barely <laughs> speak English. It's kind of like <laughs> redneck hillbilly, wrong person, right. you know. So, people, I guess name. I never realized that the name meant so much. Mm-hmm. 
And, and then most people that are on this podcast know that I used to do, I try to go to the Olympics as a heavyweight fighter. And one of my best fights that's on video, it was, um, can, our, our first names were Candy versus Brandy, which mm-hmm. that sounds like mud wrestling. It sounds right. like we're going to do some hillbilly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stuff. But our last names were Von Holton versus mm-hmm. Esparza. And we were like, yeah, go by our last oh, yeah. names. We sound so much tougher. Absolutely. So there yeah. is a lot of that goes into the name. So, John, um, so how old were you whenever you switched from uh, the, the, your traditional spelling to John? Um, I changed, I think, in 2018. I mean, everybody still calls me Jan. You know, I'm still known as Jan. But just on the ballot, it's John. It looks better. sounds more professional. And it just, when people call into the radio or whatever to speak with me, a lot of people, or when they see my name in the paper, they don't know how to pronounce it. Right. So it just helps. It's basically the exact same name. It's just, you know, two different pronunciations because of the Russian language, you know? Yeah. But, you know, as a, you know used to be a school teacher and it's always like sometimes I would get some crazy names right I would get some because I had students from all different backgrounds mm-hmm. okay um, I had a large um, Samoan population that I taught right. before and there's like a huge science behind um, names and people if they can't say it the teacher doesn't want to look stupid mm-hmm. and say it wrong mm-hmm. so they actually get called on less which gives them not as good of an education because the teacher doesn't call on them and put their feet to the fire as much wow. yeah there's like a whole psychology about that because they don't want to mm-hmm. mess up and if one of my students out there can Oh, if y'all are listening from Independence, <laughs> I still have Yuakimo Lafaele Manalele Ua. I still have no, that, that in my head because I took the time to learn how to say the name. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was. I had to do a little dance with it to be able to <laughs> memorize hey, it. Hey, that works. Yeah, I think I think it comes down to just you know. I feel like anyone that that wouldn't even want to vote for me. You know, I feel like them sitting down and talking to me in person, it will just change their mind because. At the, like you with your students, you know, it just, it's it's more than a name, you know. Like for me, I'm trying to do something for our county that's going to benefit all of us and right. all of our children. Who cares about the name, you know, but I guess some people still stick to that and they care about that. But for me, it's pretty small-minded of them. It, it is. They it need is. to get cultured. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's definitely. like, it doesn't matter, you know, it, about names and stuff. And I not, never even thought that it would affect me, you know, at all. But I guess it does a little bit, and it is what it is, you know, but I'm still going to win regardless. Well, and you I'm not going to lose. I, you know what I, um, people will say things about you, but then your actions will far outweigh what somebody's, if they say that you're a horrible person, but then your actions are just so noble, mm-hmm. well, your actions are going to speak so much louder than their words ever will. Absolutely. So all you have to do is just keep going, keep going. People don't realize that, that, you know, this this world wants the underdog to win. Every, I want Wiley Coyote to catch that roadrunner, okay? Right. Like people want the underdog to right. win. And, uh, you know, we have one of our mutual friends. He is he's doing a wonderful job as our eastern commissioner in our town. Absolutely. And he has a name that is not it is not American at all. It no. is Israel Baeza. That's right. Okay, and Very he nice is guy. doing yeah, he's doing he's doing a great job. 
But his, I mean, he had to overcome some of that. But sometimes Absolutely. He's still dealing with that stuff. Oh, I know. But his works prove otherwise. Oh, his work, I've heard, okay, so Israel Baeza is a younger Mexican man. Right. Okay. And uh, to be a, a commissioner in our town um, for, but he's got people that are now singing his praises that are older farmers. You know, he yeah, just had to, exactly. it just took time. And his employees, the people that work underneath him, talk highly of him. Mm-hmm, so exactly. they just, I mean, like, he just needed to be professional, which he always is. Absolutely. And then let his, you know, let his work ethic speak for him. So, yeah, I agree. It's kind of funny. It's something I heard about, and I guess a lot of people uh, took it seriously, but there was, let's call it a conspiracy theory. There was a, a theory that um, oh, that God. some of us younger, you know, immigrant guys are trying to form a group and overthrow all of the older politicians, you know, in Pettis County. But there's no truth to that at all. No. You know, I remember I was, I only met Israel maybe three or four years ago, but I remember whenever I was dating, not even married to my wife, just dating, and I said, hey, for some reason, one day I'm going to run for something in this county, and I'm going to achieve something and do something for our county. I just feel like it's something right, I want to do. Right, like you're do. drawn to it. Exactly, and I was like 17, 18, you know, back, it's 10 years ago, you know? So it's just it's just a, a personal um, personal idea and, and something that I'm passionate about. Right. And that's it, you know, it's no agenda and nothing like no, that, so no. it's just kind of well, funny. you and I here, I mean, you're 26 right now, and I'm 41, and you and I are eye-to-eye. You know, you and I, like, I'm not, I'm not a whatever, you know, I'm not a young man, yeah. <laughs> you know, but you and I just, I think that uh, strong people, fresh people need to get in and get involved in our county. You know, I I called um, our senator and was just like, man, if we wanted to make an actual difference, what do we need to do? And that person said, you need to get involved on a local level. Absolutely. Because that's where you make real change. Absolutely. I mean, like a lot of our high end, the people at the top, they're, they're more of a puppet. Yes. But on the lower, it's not a puppet. You are the one that's able to actually make change. Absolutely. And to add to that a little bit, I feel like today more than um, any other time period, Especially today, I mean, 2021, I think on a local level, let your voice be heard straight up on Facebook or wherever. Hold your politicians locally accountable. Hold your judges accountable. Do not be scared to speak out. A lot of people are scared, but yet they they, they disagree with what's going on. No, get involved and hold them accountable. It's it's time to start fighting back. It's time to, to let the truth take over. No more hidden Things, no more things being passed that we can't, you know, that our kids are going to suffer in later. we got to start keeping them accountable and getting involved locally. Well, so people my age, okay, so like right now we're not, we're not young, so, and, and we're not old. Right. So we, we are still young and healthy, and then uh, we're still active in our community and everything. Like we feel like the torch has been handed to us right now, like this age range of people. Mm-hmm. And we, don't, we feel like if we don't step up to make positive changes in the way that things are going, 
that have you ever heard the analogy of the frog in the boiling water? So if you put a if you have two different frogs and you put one frog into the water and you just gradually turn it up, the frog doesn't know that the water's getting warmer, getting warmer, and then they're going to die because they're in that boiling water, but it just gradually turned up. Compared to somebody that is, you know, our age, like we're not children, mm-hmm. if somebody just throws the frog into boiling water, it's not going to die. It's going to jump out because it's like, whoa, something's wrong, okay? So I have a big fear that people's children and their grandchildren they're basically the frog that's in the water that's not boiling right. right now, but the temperature's getting turned up. Absolutely. Yeah, so like if something doesn't get done now, it's not going to happen because exactly. everybody's gotten, all these children are going to be, they're going to be so used to things, mm-hmm. and they're not going to know, like, do you realize how bad it's going to have to be for one of these children to stand up for mm-hmm. something? Because they've, it's just gradually getting worse. Exactly, it is. Yeah. So it's time for people to take the gloves off, and it's time to do something, and and that's what you and I are trying to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, for me personally, like, even if none of this was going on with COVID and all these, you know, mandates, this horrible stuff that's going on, um, I, I wanted to do something regardless. But for me, it's, like, personal because United States was fortunate enough to say, hey, if you guys, you guys are welcome here. Fly in. We'll make you citizens. We'll do everything for you. They didn't pay us. A lot of people incidentally say, oh, government pays, you know, Russian families 100 grand to move here. That's not true. We work very hard. But they opened up their doors, got us here. And why am I going to live here comfortably? Why am I going to, you know, enjoy this amazing freedom just for no reason? No. United States helped us, and I want to do something back to help them. I want to do something positive, and I want to put that example for my children to do the same. Right. Some a difference between you and I is you have children, and I don't. Right. I have I have nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. and I know all of them are probably going to end up with some kids and stuff. I'm invested to like for like bigger picture, you right. know. Mm-hmm. And I want to do this for our for our, the businesses. Do you know how many people? Small businesses, yeah. Oh, they were just crippled like so many crippled yeah oh i mean just messed up about what has went down so let's go back and let's talk about what so you um let's talk about things that you do so you um are a realtor also um i own a real estate company it's called real estate bros llc and i build custom homes for people if someone comes in and says hey i have two acres here can you build me a three thousand four thousand square foot house I will build it for them. I'll contract it. They don't have to do anything. Just tell me what they want, whatever. And I will contract it out for them. I also own rental properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have an IT business, do some IT work as well. Okay, because most 26-year-olds are not doing all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's oh, a lie. Oh, and I own a grocery store. Sorry about and that. And a grocery Forgot store. About that. What is, okay, <laughs> you, you sound like... We, you and I have parallels, but then they're completely different because, like, I write children's books. I have a cartoon mm-hmm. or, like, my uh, coloring book, and then I teach mounted archery, and we have the wedding venue. And then sometimes I forget about stuff. Like, I was um, on the um, – our local newspaper called the Sedalia Democrat mm-hmm. has this get fit challenge. Yeah. And, like, I was – list. I mean, you only had five minutes. It's We have a lot of stuff to cram in for five minutes, right? Right, right, right. Uh-huh. I forgot – I forgot to mention the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a crucial thing. No, yeah, Absolutely. so it's like, oh my gosh, I forgot that. 
So the grocery store. So what do you like? Tell me about the grocery store. So um, what happened was um, it's a, a grocery store that sells European goods and foods. So all kinds of foods, you know, canned food, fish, all kinds of stuff that you would see in a grocery store in Germany, Russia, Poland, stuff like that. I had a branch here. Uh, the original one opened here. And then as time went on, I just moved it to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And my sister manages it, and it's just uh, it's just there. There's a lot more people and stuff like that. What happened was there was I was like the first one out of our community that had one like in town, mm-hmm. and then once I opened a little bit of time passed, another one opened, a third one, you know. And I'm like I'm not gonna waste time and compete with my own people, you know. I just right. I just moved it, and it's doing well there. I've been there for several 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 years, sorry, and yeah. So that's what okay. that is. All right. So let's talk about, um, okay, whenever I have kids camps during the uh, summertime, I've had some Ukrainian kiddos in there, okay? Mm-hmm. Now then, first of all, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. There's Russian <laughs> and there's Ukrainian. So yeah. help me out here so I know, because I know they were Ukrainian because he even had a shirt that said Ukraine. They were strict, huh? They were yeah. Ukrainian. Ukraine. Don't mess it up. <laughs> okay, so. Well, like people, like a lot of times, like um, I have friends that they're like, don't say I'm Spanish, mm-hmm. I'm Mexican. Like, some people, and then some people, it's like, um, like you better get it right. And mm-hmm. some people are more, uh, like, they want it said a certain way. So, I have always used Russian and Ukrainian interchangeably, but I know that's probably wrong. So, educate us. Well, here's the deal. Everybody um, sees things differently, but I study history a lot. And one thing I will say is, um, po- politically, uh, even religiously, a lot of things are man-made to cause people to fight each other. Why can't we just all agree, right? right. So, um, in the very beginning, during the time of SARS and, and kings and stuff, it was one language. It was one one language up there. And then everybody kind of split up into their own states and now countries, whatever. Um, Russian is basically the most original language, right? And then you have Polish, which sounds very similar to Russian, but few different words or a few different things that are different ukrainian is like 98 percent, 99 percent identical to russian but it's like the accent that's off kind of like we speak you know regular american or english here in missouri but in texas or new york it's a little bit different that's all i see that's different my dad speaks russian 100 percent. we were all taught russian my mom grew up in ukraine we all get along we're a beautiful family we're all the same and I, I don't care about that difference. A lot of people, okay. they really make it a big deal to, hey, don't call me Russian. You know, They're- a lot of people don't call me Ukrainian, you know. Oh, why are you talking Russian? This one guy, he said, um, I was talking to him in Russian. And he said, hey, why aren't you talking to Ukrainian to me? I said, because I learned Russian. And he just didn't want to talk to me after that. You know, we were at somebody's house. Okay, so basically. It's all the same. Well, it sounds like I am out of luck with uh, trying to figure out which word to say. Yeah. I just need to say, are you Russian? Are you Ukrainian? Right. Okay. Might as well just make them happy. Just make everybody happy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So um, I think I had asked you a question before, but I cannot remember it. Let me think here. Here, you know what? We'll go right into, um, tell me some things that, oh, oh wait, wait, wait. I remember. The kids that take the classes, the the kids camp classes, mm-hmm. okay, so the little Ukrainian kiddos, mm-hmm. they told me that in school that some of the kids are rude to them about being Ukrainian. Absolutely. Okay, so I want to hear what are some 
things that if you could be like, hey, don't do that, or what's some stuff that if you could just talk one-on-one to the people that are being prejudiced to the kiddo, which that's not a child, because children don't know prejudices. Mm -hmm. They're just regurgitating what their parents have said. So what is something if you could talk to those people that are doing that to be like, Mm -hmm. hey, don't do that? Like people, sometimes with my, like I'm losing a little bit of my southern accent. Mm-hmm. I've had people before that they talk down to me. As soon as they think they think being country makes me stupid. Yeah, that's And I'm right. all like, ooh, honey, I got three college degrees and mm-hmm. I'm a... I'm a business Absolutely. girl. Like I'm that's a right. boss. I'm a boss. Okay. That's right. That's and right. so, but they'll I'm talk, bowling. they talk down to me because of the country accent. And yeah. I'm all like, oh, you got yourself confused. Mm-hmm. You got yourself confused really right. bad. So what, is there anything about the prejudices that you deal with that you, that you could enlighten us on? Absolutely. I will go ahead and say this right now. I believe I was the very first Russian, Ukrainian, whatever you guys want to call it, oh, God, God. person <laughs> that went to a Sedalia school for um, school district 200. I believe I was the first one. My family moved here the year before the Twin Towers went down. I think it was 99, right? Oh, one. Oh, one. Okay, so 2000. And I have not seen any other Russian people there. We were like the first family that lived in Sedalia. There's a ton of Russian Ukrainians here. And I dealt with a lot of that. People would call us all kinds of names and stuff like that. But what I would say to them is look at yourself first. If you want to make fun of us, like, look at you personally. Look in the mirror and tell me how you're better than anyone else. We're all the same. We all have freedom. And when we're 30, that's when we will see who's better and who did what better and, and where we're at in our life, you know? Yeah. That's what I would say because we're all the same, literally. Right. There's no nothing different. And whenever I moved here, I dealt with a lot of that, a lot mm-hmm. of that. See, for some reason, we did, we, like, were allied with, like, African Americans, uh, Hispanic people, and the country people, like people you know, uh-huh. uh, country boys. We were always like best friends with them. You know, I think it's because we had a lot of similarities. Even in high school, like we all loved to cars, we loved to weld, and we just uh, we were all allies basically. And like the preppy white boys, they were the ones that really had an issue with us. You know, but okay. I think when someone actually sits down and gets to know you, we're all the same. Right. I may have something better. I may have a quality that's better than yours, but you probably have another quality that's better than mine. And if we're all friends, we can make a difference. Well, you know, like my husband and I here, um, okay, so with me, I used to power lift and I did all that fighting. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people say something like, well, I bet you wear the pants in a family? And I'm like, you're dumb. Like, yeah, what? it's ridiculous. I was like, my husband opens my door for me. I make him homemade bread. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not over here like, Look at my bicep, David. Right, right, <laughs> right. And and then, do you know how many people they? Um, okay, I used to power lift and do all that. I had so many of my own family members in the past. They they thought I was gay. And I'm over here <laughs> like, what? Making I'm, me. I'm dating. Spill my drink. That's funny. <laughs> no, I mean like my grandma even called me with like concern. But you know, like I'm like, what? And they're like, you're even living with a girl. And I'm like. She has a kid. Like, that didn't come from, <laughs> it's funny. not my kid. <laughs> uh, yeah. But people just, like, they, I don't know. They judge get you on oh, your appearance. That's what it is. Judge you on appearance. Your outside appearance. And I'm over here, can can women not be strong? Like, today? Absolutely, they I can mean, be women strong. can be strong. We can be smart. I can be smart and have an accent. I can be, 
I don't have to, my waist circumference does not equal my value. Right. And that's what people need to realize. I feel like over time, because for me, I dealt with a lot of things, especially whenever I started getting involved in business and stuff like that. Um, I dealt with a lot of things, a lot of negativity, even family members that will invite you, you know, smile to your face, but talk so much smack. And it's like, I feel like what people say to you about anything, about your appearance or anything, it's what they're struggling with inside their soul. What's right. bothering them is what they talk about, you know? Yeah. And and people, like I remember I worked at this factory and there was this one guy, he always dragged, and he was a person that goes to my church, stuff like that, you know, Russian. And and, and he would drag you down just to, and I realized he keeps doing that because it makes him feel better about himself. Oh, yeah. You know, and I feel like people will do that. You know, you, you somebody will laugh at, at someone's weight. And they're only doing that because they know that you're a pro power lifter, you know? Yeah. So it's like, oh, since they're not a yeah. power lifter, yeah. they want to make fun of you on your personal appearance. And it's ridiculous. It just, to those people, I would say, you know, to really get a life, <laughs> just get a life, <laughs> go, get a hobby and go do something fun yeah. with your life because evidently you're bored, you know, and, and you want to bring people down. You're only bringing yourself down. Hey, so let's talk about these. Let's talk about these kiddos. What do you, do you have? A you have two. I have two children. Yeah. Have, are they boys or girls? Or I have what? a beautiful wife. Her name's Irina, and um, I have a little boy. His name's Damien. Mm-hmm. And um, and my little daughter, um, she's three, and her name's Milana. Milana. Yeah. Or Mila. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Thank God. Very beautiful kids. So your okay. Has your wife ever expressed any? Um, difficulties with being Russian or anything, anything that's different for the girls than it is for the guys? Not really, not really. If anything, um, my wife, she um, was working at Pro Energy since she was 18. She worked there for almost a decade, you know, almost 10 years, and everyone loved her, you know. Mm -hmm. They loved her. She has degrees and everything, business, you know, and they loved her. And a lot of people, when they get to know you on a work scale or business, they, they love you. But it's like with her, I think, um, or me now, it's mostly like our own people that will, you know, they'll have something, they'll always have something to say. But like a lot of people, she doesn't, hasn't dealt with anything like that, I don't think. Oh, okay. She was raised in Otterville, Missouri. Okay. Very small um, country town, I want to say, and everyone loved them, you okay. know, so very sweet girls. So um, if, okay, so you were, you were young, you were 26, you were young. Okay, so. Kind of. <laughs> I feel like I lived 15 <laughs> lives already. <laughs> Um, well, that's like my, my Taekwondo hip is 80, (laughs) even though I'm 41, like there's parts of me that are older. Um, if, okay. So young entrepreneurs, what is something that has made you be successful on, in all your different businesses? What is something that you need to like, that's missing from other people your age that are not being successful? What do you, what do you have that they don't? So I feel like one thing that I learned many years ago, um, it was an entrepreneur that I listened to, I, and I really took this to heart. Um, one big thing is to surround yourself with people that are like-minded and listen to what they say. There's a lot of, I, there's so much people from my uh, high school class and stuff, they reach out and they're like, oh, dude, you're doing this, you're doing that. And I'm not trying to say anything to make me sound like I'm this or that because I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but when people ask me stuff, I tell them, hey, do this or do that. In my opinion, this would do well. And they don't listen. You know, they don't listen. They, they, oh, he's, they see the material stuff, but they don't listen to what I have to say. But the people that do listen, over time, you see the changes being made. 
So surround yourself with like-minded individuals and listen to what people have to say. They're, if they're in your group and they're like-minded, they're not going to say anything that's going to hurt you. They're trying to help you. So really okay. that, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things, but that's something really so big. Right now in, in our town, we have State Fair Community College, mm-hmm. okay? And there's a business class right now. It's called Digital Marketing, mm-hmm. and I've been assigned a student. It's a, one business, one student. It's a one-to-one ratio, and mm-hmm. I have her looking at just our – because we basically have three businesses, the trail riding facility, the wedding venue, and then myself, okay? So mm-hmm. I have her helping me with the wedding venue, and, you know, you're talking about if people would just listen. Right. Uh, She's already made, like, we're only in week two right now, and she's been like, hey, uh, your, this link doesn't work on your website, and then, you know, you have... She thinks she knows more than you. Uh, no, 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 no. No, I'm saying that her class is, um, no, she's helping me because mm. she is fresh eyes. Mm. You know, I've looked at something so much that I forget to go back and you check skip stuff. It. yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. no, and she's like, hey, um, let's... Uh, let's look at the tabs on the website. And she's like, you said you got three main businesses. So I wonder if you could consolidate them. And so here she's 18. Okay. She doesn't have any college degrees. She's one year out of high school, but she is in a class with it, with the help of an instructor and they're actually learning something. And then I am, she goes through her notes and stuff mm-hmm. But you know how many people would not humble themselves to listen to somebody that's younger? Absolutely. And so I'm I'm trying to, like, I actually look at what she says, and I've changed the way my website is, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. Like, it did need to be consolidated, okay? And that was something that she learned in a class. But a lot of people, they won't listen to anyone that's younger. Mm-hmm. Like, I, oh, my gosh. I agree with you. The older I get... The more people listen to me, and I'm not like, mm-hmm. what the heck? I've been saying this stuff forever. But I could see that you running into running into that. Yeah, the girl that you're that's helping you. If if you're listening, um, if you her name's Kaylee. Kaylee. Yep. I feel like if you really take notes, you are at your young age. You're gonna do very well. I could see by age 25, you can be a business owner and achieving good things. Because that's a good mentor right there, Randy, yeah. and yeah. her husband. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and well, we have got, you know, talking about people just listening. Whenever I have an idea, I call upon, I have a couple of friends. I have a, a friend named Teresa that I call, mm-hmm. and then I have a friend named Karen, and they are completely different. Like, Teresa's job is, like, analyzing things, and I think, well, I don't really know, you know, it's kind of, like, hard to say what her job is. Karen is an artist, mm-hmm. like a welding art. so they... Their brains are geared so differently, mm-hmm. and so I love the input that they give me. Absolutely. But then, but then younger people, I love to know what they do. I love to know their ideas of what they see on things because um, it helps me to be more circular because mm-hmm. my trail riding facility, I need to be in touch with most of our clients are older. Mm-hmm. My wedding venue is younger. Okay, they're getting married. My children's books, I actually need to be able to talk to mostly grandparents and parents are going to buy them, Mm -hmm. but then I also need to be enticing for younger generations. I literally have different age groups, so it's important for me to listen to all. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really hard to back up, though, sometimes whenever I'm like, what's this girl going to show me? And I'm like, okay, you know what? This 
every person that I've gotten involved with with State Fair Community College, it has benefited me. I mean, they have they have um, programs there that are meant to help small businesses, mm-hmm. and small businesses is where it's at. You know, absolutely. If, if people really want to change and help somebody, if they you know buying a T-shirt from me means so much more than to the business of like Walmart buying absolutely. a shirt from Walmart. Absolutely. But for me, I only buy like 30 shirts at a time. Mm-hmm. So buying one thirtieth of my inventory is impactful. Huge, huge. So what do you have? So let's go back. So um, people need to listen more. Yeah. Can we touch on that a little bit more? Yeah, I would love to. So one thing that I really noticed, I'm just going <clears> to <throat> ease into that real quick. One thing that I noticed for me, like, like I told my parents years ago and I told myself that I'm going to prove to you guys. I told this to my mom many times. We could even ask her um, that I will be successful and I'm not going to get uh, go to college. And I'm not saying that that going to college is bad. It's not. It's very good. But I just wanted to prove to my more to myself than anyone else that I'm going to achieve something great uh, without a degree, you know, and, and that sh- that helps, you know, talking about that, that helps other people like, hey, if they're not, they don't like sitting in class or learning, they could just tackle something they're passionate about right. and achieve it. It's possible. And that's what I wanted to prove to myself and to my family. And I realized quickly that for some reason, a lot of our older Russian people, Ukrainian, they, some pride about that, it, that they, like here specifically in Sedalia, a lot of them are truck drivers. They do um, construction, like physical framing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or they work at a factory or something. But when somebody comes in and starts doing new things, involved politically or doing something differently or that and that, it's like, it's like, for them, it's like, it's almost frowned upon, you know? Mm. Even like the comments that they say, like, oh, this and that, you know? And then if you're you tell them something. You're breaking tradition. You're breaking away, doing something exactly. different. Yeah. And, and uh, whenever you tell them something about, hey, why are you doing this? Maybe if you change this in your business, it can help. They don't, they don't, they don't listen. They don't like, he's young. He doesn't know anything. And. I'm a truck driver, I work or nine to five, but I know more about you. So just that pride, you know, but it's like, I always said this, you never argue with a heart surgeon about heart surgery, you know? So if I'm doing real estate full time for many years, or if I'm doing IT or whatever it is, or politically, like I'm politically involved, been for several years, it would be smarter to come ask me about certain things instead of asking some nine to five guy that built houses. Right. But it's like, some people rather ask him because he's older. Right. And since I'm younger, my words, you know, so it's just something I, I, dealt, uh, I dealt with and I realized, like, yeah, you got to really just listen to what people say that are in the positions that, you know, are qualified, I guess. So, Boy, and I might you know what? Them. I would, on to touch on that, I would never worry about the opinion of someone that I would not take advice from. That's well said. Yeah. Well said. Because, well, okay, um, in the horse industry, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, men. It's right. it's a, and then here I am, like living my best life over here. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> and and I am I'm a loud, big personality, mm-hmm. but I never mean wrong. You know, I right. never mean harm. Mm-hmm. But um, man, I've had to deal with some people before. With um, a lot of people cheered us on until we made our dream come true. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, they didn't. They could not cheer me on because I was a reflection 
of what they didn't were not able to do. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay. I deal with that too. Okay. Yeah. A lot. It's a well, and I've had to. My, uh, I'll go ahead and talk about. It. I mean, like I'm, I'm going to say something bad about my about my father's viewpoint on me. He literally cannot. He does not get the wording of Big Boss Mayor. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? <laughs> Big Boss Mayor, and I'm like, Dad, it's not about the size of the mayor. It's the size of the of being a boss. Okay. Right. And then he's and then. Um, I've even had people say, well, are you going to interview guys? And I'm like, well, yeah, can't have a female without a, without having a guy sometimes, right, you know, right, you're right. going to have uh-huh. a dad or you might end up with a brother or a husband. I was like, yeah, they bring a wonderful viewpoint. I'm not a bra burner. I like mm-hmm. my bra. Okay. I'm yeah. not going to be like women. I'm over <laughs> here like, Hey, let's all try to get better. Together. And here I am. Yeah. Like it's not the size of the mayor. It's the size of being a boss. And being a boss is is male, female. It's Anybody. old, young. So It's freedom. It is freedom. It's freedom. And that's something that you and I are, like, I'm happy. Um, I'm happy to put myself out there and take some verbal abuse mm-hmm. because I understand that that's just a lot of people um, are resistant to change. Right. But things need to change. Absolutely. Things do need to change. To, to add on that real quick, to anybody that's younger and they want to try something or do this and do that, literally change your mindset to where you just chase your dream and your goal and, and nothing else matters at that point. Because as you're climbing up that ladder, there will be those people that are going to grab your leg and tug you down. And don't put up with that. Don't listen to that because I've dealt with that a lot, and and it's just um, it's painful, and it keeps you away from achieving your goals. Just just choose what you're passionate about, and just work hard till you achieve it, because you will achieve it. Um, as long as you stay motivated and just keep going, keep going, and not giving up, you will achieve it. And don't let anyone drag you down, anybody. So a while ago, you had talked about how you want to be professional without having a college degree, and then here you are sitting across from somebody that I went to college and got three college degrees, but I'm married to a man with no college degrees, Mm -hmm. and I put him on a pedestal, and I'll be dang if somebody takes him off of it, right? Mm -hmm. Because that, okay, David Von Holten, I mean, that man can build anything, fix anything, and and he's a great husband. He's a man's man. And uh, you cannot put a, uh, a dollar on his worth. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with college. College is shoved down everybody's throat. Exactly. Go it's to college. Norm. Go to college. If I had to do it again, I don't know if I would end up with three. I would probably have some certifications. I know that, you know, they have pushed... Society has pushed so many people away from blue-collar jobs mm-hmm. that plumbers are going to make more money than doctors. Exactly. Okay? And you don't have to be doing nothing nasty. You know what I mean? There's machines. There's people that work underneath you to be able to do things. Mm-hmm. But those blue-collar jobs, they've... I mean, oh, my gosh. What's his name? Mike Rowe with the, with the TV show that was called Dirty Jobs. Um, right. He talks about how people talk bad about blue collar America like for a plumber they always show him as fat with the butt crack hanging out and being all hillbilly and I'm all like no I know some plumbers that are beautiful (laughs) okay so so do I yeah yeah and I'm over here like if my stuff is messed up I need a plumber okay well I've got David you know because he's able to do everything he's a jack of all trades but um yeah the whole 
So here I am, 41. I'm still paying on my college loans. Mm-hmm. And I um, I don't know. I If I had to do it again and I was going to do the whole college route, I know that I would, A, I wish I was bilingual and I spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that I had a, a marketing a marketing degree would be really nice because that's what I ended up doing. Right. But then just the fact that I've had to write so much, I do use my my writing skills and critical thinking. I mean, like I do love that and it's made me a very uh, well-rounded person. Absolutely. And, and I do like that. Um, one time I needed, um, whenever David and I had first done this right here and we mm-hmm. had like, um, resigned from our jobs and we were doing this then we were like whoa our first year we need some constant income while we were building the dream so Absolutely. I applied for a job and within eight hours I was offered three and wow. it's so I had something to fall back on absolutely but man those college degrees do not define they're expensive. you they're expensive mm-hmm. it's a piece of paper but you there's so many other avenues if you hate college don't do it mm-hmm. There are other avenues, okay? So don't feel guilty. That guilt is somebody else pushing that on you. You mm-hmm. don't have to do anything. In fact, if I was, boy, if I would have went and been a plumber, being a female plumber, I would have made a lot of money because I would have been a minority, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. So, Even your name, you could have used, you know, some female type of name and then plumbing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, for sure. So, I um, I feel like... um. What was I going to say? I kind of forgot what I was going to say. Well, we've been talking know. about, like, <laughs> I, I know we've we've done, I just really wanted to, you know, I bring on these these uh, guests because I feel like they have something to add. I feel like they have, like, a point of view for others because this is about empowerment. Absolutely. And so I, I feel motivated whenever I'm around John, and I'm all like, man, he's a mover and a shaker. You talk about how Appreciate you that. like to be around people that are like-minded i'm a collector of people i'm a collector of positivity Mm -hmm. because you get one time here and i've got stuff i want to do right know, and it just doesn't come with being passive it doesn't come with trying to fulfill other people's expectations of you right and it just comes you know you talk about how people just need to go they need to whatever their dream is i have done some cool stuff in my life like fought internationally that's that's fun i am not a tall heavyweight i do i have never looked like what i should have looked like for what i was doing like right now i'm a horsewoman i'm a i train horses mm-hmm. and i do mounted archery i don't look like you know right i don't look like what you would expect somebody to look like and but work ethic always beats talent absolutely if talent doesn't work that's right so work ethic all day every day i, I was uh telling my wife uh i think it was a week ago or we were somewhere at, we were i think we were driving and i was talking to her and um, I told her, I, I, God willing, you know, that I live, God willing, we all live, you know, till we're old and retire and God willing, the country will be in a good place. And, but I was saying like, I, I want to be the type of old man that's just sitting there and thinking about how life, um, how life was great because of the things that I tried, you know, right. um, you don't know how much things that I tried with business and stuff that failed, you know, that did not work. Um, 
It just happens, you know, but at least I will know that, hey, I tried this, I tried this, and I tried this. And someone else could be in the same boat as old person are going to be like, all I did was just sat there and just talked about other people's failures or tried to drag people down, and that's it. I have no experiences. But, like, for you, how cool is it to be later on? Like, I fought internationally. I taught <laughs> horseback ride. I did so. That's yeah. amazing. Life yeah. is supposed to be about adventure and experiences and you know, and entrepreneurship will lead you to that freedom to do that and do that and try those things. So, so failures. Let's talk about failures for just a second, mm-hmm. okay? All right, I'm going to talk about some of our biggest failures here at Von Holten Ranch, okay? Yeah, no so, problem. <laughs> all right, five Ks. Everybody loves running five Ks, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to do something different on Valentine's Day, so I made it like, like the red, the red run. <laughs> But I did it. <laughs> I thought it would be funny to Sounds do like fun. I thought it would be cool to do like a horror movie one, basically like oh, and like we had people in the trails that were like chasing people. Oh, man. And I just thought zombies. It, well, uh, yes, yeah, we did have a zombie. <laughs> That's like funny. I that did horribly. Okay, I didn't even have ten people show up. Okay, so who cares? I but I I tried another five k, failed again. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay. I cannot host 5Ks here. I'm going to have to hook on to an established 5K and let them host it here, okay? But that's okay because now I know that they do not work. Now let's talk about Mother's Day. So I will tell you, mamas out there, I know that you get trapped on Mother's Day because the your husband or your kids are like, I'll take you out to eat. But really, you would rather go do something else, but then you have to stick around for that meal. You become a prisoner on Mother's Day. Right. I'm aware of that because all these mamas have complained about it because yeah. they're like, I just don't want to go ride my horse. But no, my husband's making tacos, okay? So Mother's Day has always crashed and burned for every event that we've ever done here until I did a women's all-inclusive chicks in the sticks on mother's day weekend and then the husbands bought that for their wives and their daughters because it's a mother's day thing and a lot of the mothers are coming here with their grown daughters and some of them are coming all by themselves so finally i failed with having an event on mother's day i failed with having a trail ride on there Mm -hmm. i tried something different but now my mother's day chicks in the sticks all-inclusive event is filled up completely. Mm -hmm. So I failed, face plant, face plant, success. Mm -hmm. So failure is part of it. Absolutely. If you want to achieve, you need to fail more. Absolutely. Because you're learning. Learning what doesn't work is just as important as learning what does work. Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, I know a lot of people that, like, they try something once or twice and then they just stop and just – they just give up, you know. I kind of picture it as like fishing, you know, like um, you're, you're casting in your bait, whatever, you, you know, out of 10 casts, nothing, you know, uh, 10 more casts, nothing, and then bam, you get a giant bass or whatever, a fish. And it's kind of like that with business. It's like you will fail, but don't let that stop you from trying again because that one time you succeed could be life-changing. Right. It could be life-changing for you, your children, and for the rest of the generations. So don't stop. Like, whatever you're doing, it might fail at first or whatever. It's tough, especially starting something new, especially if having no name or whatever um, in the beginning. But it's like you will catch that fish. You will uh, get that success. Just keep trying. Just keep driving. Trust me. Trust me. Something that's probably different between the clients that you're working with and the clients that I'm working with 
if I could pick my first, my, my, my favorite clients to work with for like our trail riding stuff and mm. our chicks in the sticks, if I had one question that was yes or no, that let me predetermine if they were going to be a great client and some, mm-hmm. it would be question number one, have you, or are you soon going to be going through menopause? <laughs> <laughs> If the answer was yes, I'm like, well, come on aboard, girlfriend. I'm going to love you even more. That's hilarious. <laughs> my, I love my clients. I love my my older females that come out here. So many of them come out here and just trail ride by themselves and make little groups. And, like, I love them. All that vinegar's gone. Right. And I'm all like, yay, let's just ride horses and we don't have to Absolutely. be evil to each other. Absolutely. Just have a good time. Forget about life you know nine to five or whatever that life you know the busy fast life and just relax absolutely and that's a great place to do it yeah so any any more advice for um if you okay so here you are guy john Mm -hmm. if you had advice for a female for specifically a woman what would it be that is trying to be a business leader what advice do you have for her I oh did I stump you? He's <laughs> yeah. getting his thoughts together. Yeah, that's his- interesting. Um, I feel like basically, like we talked about before, um, just just firstly, write down on a piece of paper top five things that you enjoy most in this life. Everybody has different things they enjoy. Just write down that list of five or ten, then narrow it down. And whatever you enjoy doing, if it's the gym or if it's horseback riding or or business or maybe designing houses, just figure out what you're doing. And then just put in all your effort into that, into that, and you will get it. It might fail the first three, four times, but trust me, it will be life-changing once you succeed. Do something that you enjoy doing. Like, for me, I used to, um, I enjoyed, uh, actually, when I was 14, I think, I bought my first car. It was a cheap little thing. You were polishing a turd. Exactly. That's what we Polishing (laughs) a turd. Exactly. And I really found passion in that, so I did that for many years. And then... um, I just gave up on it because I just lost the passion for it. I just, right. I hated it towards the end. And for the last, you know, maybe seven, eight years, I've really enjoyed getting an older home and just making beautiful mm-hmm. and, and, um, and enjoyed, you know, the whole process, you know, right. or just building something from scratch. All you see is just a lot of land and then you get that vision in your head and then just doing that. And, and that's what I love, you know, and my wife loves the designing part and it's just like, Whenever you love something so much, it's just, you don't even think about the, the money or the you know, right. a job aspect of it. It's just like enjoying life, you know? Yeah, if the passion's there, the money will come. Absolutely. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I'm not over here like, oh, don't worry about the money part. No, you've got to be smart about it. But if the passion mm-hmm. is there, you know, you're talking about the top five things and people need to like, what do I want to do? You know, absolutely. my number one thing that I, that I love to do is I like to help people not feel like they're a piece of crap. I like to give right. people the power that they have to help them because everybody can achieve so much more than what they limit themselves to think that they can Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Like as soon as they can get out of their own mind, they're the roadblock. Like Absolutely. Like nine out of ten times, the, the own person is their own roadblock. They're their 100%. own worst enemy. Yeah. And – uh 
that's what I want to do. That's what I'm doing Big Boss Mare for. I want to have like Big Boss Mare weekends where we like have business people that are like, let's look at your business and like bring in other other specialists to be like, how can we like, have a weekend like that? Or Help each other. Yeah. I mean, like, man, I am so much better when I'm not alone. And I love having like a tribe mm-hmm. behind me, but they've got to be, they got to be real got to be raw and it's got to be positive or progressing mm-hmm. nobody if you i never said perfect if right. i don't want anyone that's perfect because those people are nut jobs okay yeah. there's something wrong <laughs> absolutely one thing that i noticed is for some reason the way i don't know why but i'm the type of person that really likes to you know give you know the benefit of the doubt i like to i just like to give somebody a chance and if, if they hurt me or whatever I just continue doing nice things. I just continue, continue until it gets to the point to where, like, dude, I just cut them off and I just, no confrontation, nothing, just cut them off and that's it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's going to be tough to find like minded individuals because there's not a lot of them. Like in the business room, anyways, there's not a lot of people that are going to think like you or, or, or act like you or, or want to even help you because your goals and dreams might be much bigger than a lot of people that surround you. Right. But if you're in that case, then just know that you're doing something right. Just know well, that you're on the right path. Well, look at you and I. Um, I am, here we are. We're going for the same position. Right. I mean, we're actually against each other. Yeah, we're exactly. Compa- but I don't view it that way because I view it as I hope one of us gets in that position mm-hmm. for the, the good of the whole, mm-hmm. the good of everyone. And then not only did I invite him on to this podcast, but then, you know, I, I don't know when you're going to be tuning into this, but other, you know, this is going to be up for years. They right. might be listening to eight years from now, but I gave him the best spot before the election that Thank I could you. give him. Thank you so much. And that's because I believe, of course, I believe in myself. Like, you know, I'm going to punch them in the face if they don't believe in me. Right. I'm like, well, I believe in myself, but I also believe in him. You know, and it's okay. Do you know so many people, they cannot, um, they cannot cheer on someone else. Support somebody else, yeah. Yeah, they cannot support someone else. And then here you are. I made sure and drove him around and had him see everything around here because he's so large in the Russian and Ukrainian community that, I mean, this is going to, it's a good partnership. So if he makes it great, if I make it, great, but I hope we both make it. Absolutely. And God I hope willing. the other spot is there's four of us that ha- that are like-minded, and but there's only three openings, and I hope three of the four of us get in, onto willing. that. God yep. willing. Yeah, you're right. You're right 100%, and it's like it's uh, it's tough for people to cheer you on. I'll talk about my old, uh, um, I guess, a failure or failure, quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Whenever I lost my election the first time, um, it was pretty painful because I put in uh, financially a lot of money. I put in a lot of time, time away from my family. I went to meetings, this and that. And whenever the night, you know, looking the live ballots come in and the votes and stuff, and I realized that the guy was just ahead of me, um, and I realized that I lost. It was kind of painful. At, at, you know, one part of me was, you know, kind of like hurting. Another part was disappointed because of there was – Plenty of individuals that laughed and ha ha. They just wish for something bad to happen to you. Some people, they just enjoy hearing something negative happen about you. So that kind of hurt. But then I, as days went on, I was like, I didn't lose anything. If anything, I gained so much. 
in the time that I ran, I met so much politicians. Mm-hmm. I met and spoke with our governor. I met and spoke with lieutenant governor. I met so much people, so many doors open. My face is uh, known. My name is known um, throughout Pettis County, and it's just, like, amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. So Networking. Networking, exactly. So it's like out of anything – don't even look at failures as failures. Just see what po- positively came out of it because there will be at least something that will come out of it that's positive. Right. You know? Well, and you know what? Every time I have found that I've burned bridges, I just found that it just lights the way for something better. Absolutely. Like, let me go put some freaking gasoline on it because I wanted to burn <laughs> that's fun brighter. Too. That's fun too. Trust me. <laughs> well, you know what? For those people that had something bad to say about you. I'm not well, worried. <laughs> either Jesus, karma, or Santa take care of them. Okay. So like, yeah, don't worry fine. about it. It's going to work itself out. That's fine. That's why I appreciate people like you and other <laughs> individuals that help uplift and help each other to achieve our goals. And we got a huge goal ahead of us, but I feel like we can, we can get something done. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, okay, so let's, we got John, and that last name is Sultanov. Yeah. Sultanov. That's right. Boy, that V, I want to F it so bad. Like, I just want to say <laughs> Sultanov. I want to say, say that. that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So, but I'm not going to do that, Sultanov. Um, if they want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Um, I have a Facebook page, John Sultanov. So, Sultanov. Yeah. Sultanov or Sultanov, um, and that's J-O-H-N, and then last name is S-U-L-T-A-N-O-V as in Victor. So you guys could reach out to me there. Um, and then I have the private family one that's John Irina Sultanov, uh, which is my it's my name, then wife's name, and then last name. So those are the two ways. Um, I'm setting up a parlor and rumble and all that kind of stuff. I may g- get away from Facebook if things keep going the way they are, but... Censorship, we'll censorship. Yeah, it's We're, disgusting. It's yeah. it's gonna stop. Jesus is not gonna put up with this much longer. It's gonna stop. Right. Revival's coming. Trust me. Oh, so okay, guys. Well, hey, thank you for tuning in to Big Boss Mayor with Brandy Von Holton, and I hope that you enjoy me bringing an array of different people in here for you to get to know even better. All right, y'all have a wonderful day. <laughs>